Welcome to Attenuation, a weekly podcast where two friends come together to drink beer, discuss beer styles and trends, and just generally ruminate on the meaning of life, aka beer. If you enjoy your time with us, we invite you to become a weekly listener and subscribe to the podcast. Without further ado, here is this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to episode 65 of Attenuation, a beer podcast. My name is Jason, and I'm joined by my best friend since 8th grade, Stephen. Hello. How's it going, sir? What were you going to say? I was going to jump you right say in. say hello for me? Stealing your lines again. Uh, stick to the script, man. Stick to okay. The script. All right, I'm sorry. Are you ready to uh, drink beer and talk about beer? Yeah, that's why, because you're just like, you want to get to the beer drinking as fast as possible. Yeah, I'm excited. You're like, today. dude, take too long to say hello, man. <laughs> we <laughs> we got time start. for that. Yeah, we got to drink. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Well, we have a timely topic for you. We're going to talk about the beers of summer. So what are yeah, some episode, of our... I think this episode will drop like a day of, the day before the first day of summer or something, the official first day of summer. Yeah, perfect. Although in Texas right now, it, it summer has arrived. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hot. It's been teasing us with heat. We had a couple hundred degree days, and then for whatever reason, it dropped down back down to like 80. So it's, I'm soaking in the last of the <laughs> spring days. You have to really like to sweat to live here. It's just yeah. like sweaty all the time. And it doesn't cool down at night for us like it does for you, so... Yes, we get to open all the windows, but yeah. you do not. All right, cool. Well, our first segment is the our favorite segment, which is the drinking beer segment. So Stephen and I will both introduce introduce our beers, give some nose notes, and then we cheers and give tasting notes. So today I have a beer I'm pretty excited about because I've heard a lot about this brewery, but I've never had anything from that them. And this is Taxman Brewing Company. And a lot of their beers are really funny because they kind of use names from like things off a tax return or tax related like deadline and deduction and exemption. So it's pretty cute. Like, I don't know. the It's kind of a whole theme with their brewery name and then their beer names and this one is qualified so it is a belgian quad so i'm challenging myself because this is not my favorite style so this is the year of challenging our palates so i'm drinking another beer that's not my favorite and it's not 9.5 percent abv i like that it says belgian inspired but american crafted on the can so it's a that's their way of saying it's a belgian style ale yeah and we know from our uh, Belgian beer episode that this one is probably going to be dark, but the triples are light and the doubles yeah. are dark. Yeah, <laughs> it's very confusing. <laughs> and indeed, this is dark. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, it's like a very dark brown and then it has a pretty active head. It's not really lacing at all. Ooh, it's estery and like tons of dark fruits so like plum, raisin, caramel, spice. And I smell that yeast, that yeast smell that i know i'm not gonna like <laughs> in the taste but everything else smells amazing so somehow i feel like you're not drinking a summer beer right now. no this is not this is me getting excited about trying a beer from this brewery i did not have a summer beer ready 
<laughs> All right, what are you drink? Are you drinking a summer beer? Uh, kind of. Yeah. But we'll see. So this is a collaboration. So this is kind of an interesting collaboration. So, uh, Fair State Brewing Cooperative is a co-op, like a brewing co-op in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So they have like something like 2,000 members who all own a part of the brewery and they collectively figure out recipes and what they're going to brew next. And not not sure exactly how all of that works, but... Um, That's cool. Yeah. So it's a brewing co-op. They make, of course, their own beers, but then they do quite a few collaborations with other breweries. This is a collaboration with Burial Brewing in Asheville, North Carolina, and also a collaboration with Yakima Chief Hops. So a, a collaboration with a brewery and a hop grower. Um, so this is a pale ale. It's called A Light in Dark Places When All Other Lights Go Out. <laughs> Lord of the Rings reference. I like it. <laughs> And it is, uh, yeah, pale ale featuring uh, experimental hop called HBC 630 from, I assume, Yakima Chief Hops. So that's a cool collab because they're going like directly to the source to get the hops. I like that. Yeah, I like that they're making this beer with a experimental hop with a working with specifically with a hop farmer. This is 5.4 percent. ABV, nice golden straw color, pretty see-through, maybe, maybe a tiny bit of haze in there, a nice solid inch of foamy head, lacing just a tiny bit as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, I did get a summer beer here. Uh, just a nice floral bouquet, a lot of grassy floral notes, maybe a little bit of like stone fruit, apricot notes. So getting some like tangerine in there. Mm, that smells good. Or <laughs> I can't smell it. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and some like almost blueberry, strawberry, a little bit of like berry notes to it. All in like a very crisp, clean smell. So I'm right, excited for this one. All right. Cheers, sir. Cheers. Okay. This one is very good. So <laughs> it's kind of it's almost like a dessert uh, quad, if that's even a concept. It's like plum, vanilla, candied figs. And then there is the Belgian that yeast flavor that that's usually what holds me back on these. <laughs> and then it almost tastes like a little bit like Coke. Like there's that cola flavor for a second. There's a flash. <laughs> that's two of, weeks in a row. I know. It's that wild. <laughs> Yeah, there's like a flash of booze because this is 9.5%. But overall, I do really like it. But I think that's because it's more sweet and malty than yeasty. Like the yeast is there for like, it's present for like a moment in this like cascade of flavors, but it's not like dominating. So I, I, I this is a thumbs up for me. This is maybe my gateway. I could I could drink this one again and again, I think, and maybe finally start to crave maybe that yeasty <laughs> flavor. So yeah, good. This is a good one. Well, you got another one to drink, so. Yeah, sometimes uh, <laughs> this is a Tavar pickup, so I get sometimes when you get two cans, especially if I'm being experimental, I'm a little worried, like, oh, I hope I like this. But no, I'll, I'll be excited to drink the second one. Awesome. Man, yeah. I have been so close to being pulled back into Tavor multiple times. Don't do it. Well, the problem is, like, I'm going to New York next week. I'm definitely going to be picking up some beers from there. Like, there's just no reason for me to get into Tavor right now. <laughs> It's dangerous. I told Steven I was texting him the other day because I just got a box in. That's where this beer came from. And I said, okay, I'm doing one more box that I'm stopping. And he said, he said, good luck. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Did you, you started a new box? 
Unfortunately, yes. Did you get the Sour Patch Kids sour? I did. Oh yeah, see, it was such a bad influence. Yes, it was an honor (laughs) of you. I want to drink one of these uh, candy infused. Bring you to the dark side, (laughs) or to the fruity side, I guess. Yes, to the sugar (laughs) sugar coated side. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Okay, my beer is really good. It's a nice light body. Like I said, this actually kind of is a summer beer. It's light-bodied, this like kind of lemongrass flavor. It's a little bit dank. Lime rind would be like another flavor I'm getting, and then some of those strawberry blueberry notes I was talking about um, that I was smelling. But a, like a pretty prominent kind of dank bitterness as well to this, like a piney bitterness. But it's good. Like you know, like I said, it's only 5.4 percent, so not killing you with alcohol, and it, it's like almost. It's just a really uh, very hoppy, like it's definitely pronounced hop flavors, but in kind of a nicer, lighter, light-bodied beer. So, yeah, I like it. Oh, I like that. That sounds good. Yeah, definitely the sort of American pale ale, that hoppy pale ale style, where it's like not malty. <laughs> yeah. In the vein of sort of like pseudo Sioux and kind of towards that like hazy hoppy pale ale. But yeah, but the but the lower ABV, not the ABV you would see in like a IPA. So gotcha. Yeah, it's good sessionable then. Yeah, very it's important be, for it's gonna be important for summer. Yeah, I guess <laughs> we'll cover that. <laughs> All right, so thumbs up, you said. Yeah, thumbs up. Okay, double thumbs up day. It's a good one for the collaboration. Yeah, and after last week's episode, <laughs> surprised. <No. laughs> All right, so next we have Postscripts and Beer News. Postscripts is when we fix things or add to things from previous episodes, and then Beer News is self-explanatory. I don't think we have any Postscripts, but I have a fun Beer News. So I'm not sure why I got it. I think maybe it was through Untapped, but I got an email. I like to play video games, and there's a demo of a game that's in development, and right now it's called Brewmaster Beer Brewing Simulator. So I downloaded that to try, just, I had to try it. Um, there's a lot of simulator games on, if you're into games, like you can simulate farming. One of the most popular simulator, game, simulator games is um, like a long haul trucking. You can uh, drive a big rig and I don't know, people like to simulate things. But this one, <laughs> this, this well, one is... You drive, do you drive the truck? Yeah, you drive the truck. Is that the one I always see where they're, like, driving the truck on, like, a really skinny high road? Yes. Really? Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I've tried them. I don't find them fun, I think. But I found this beer simulator was pretty cool. And Some I of those people have, like, really crazy, like, rig setup, like, big, like, steering wheel setups and stuff. Oh, yeah. People take this stuff very seriously. Yeah. Sorry. Um Oh no! Going it's off fine. track, I just I'm fascinated <laughs> sometimes by watching these live streamers and with their like gaming setups and yeah. hardcore man. Yeah, like the full immersion of like doing things. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, this is um, it's kind of it's really actually pretty cool. It's still a little quirky, but you basically have access to a kitchen and all sorts of brewing equipment, and then you can follow recipes. So they kind of tell you like what to add and what amounts and you can do like you add different hops um you have to boil things to the right temperature um you steep grains you add yeast and what's kind of interesting is it kind of shows 
the all of the kind of the stats of the beer obviously you wouldn't really know this when you're brewing beer but because it's a simulation you can see like the temperature the gravity the protein content the sugar content like all these kind of like stats about the beer and then you kind of go through the whole process of brewing and then you get to like tap the beer and then it kind of rates your beer like it tells all the tasting notes so like i i, I made a a um stout of course and uh, <laughs> i think i messed up a little bit on some of the boiling and the timing and stuff like that so i had some off flavors in my stout but, but yeah it's pretty fun it's pretty it's definitely interesting it's pretty relaxing it's still a little quirky i think they have to get the controls dialed in and then i do worry that I think the idea is you kind of like you take orders to brew certain beers and then you get money and then you can kind of expand your brewing process and you have a little like living room that you can like buy furniture for and stuff like that. And you get to design your labels like (laughs) it's kind of cool. I just don't know how compelling like the loop, the gameplay loop is going to be like after you make like four or five beers. I don't know if you'll want to keep doing it, but yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Definitely a game to watch. And you do have like the one fun thing is like you technically have unlimited resources, so you can just go wild. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like you can mess around with stuff and you're not actually spending money. So, yeah, you could just make all sorts of silly beers that maybe even styles that don't even exist. Maybe so. I can actually grew a, brew a good beer on this <laughs> in a simulator. So, yeah, yeah, check it out. It's on Steam. It's called uh brewmaster beer brewing simulator and the demo is free so uh, yeah it's kind of interesting that's awesome i saw that email too i think i got it and uh yeah definitely had the thought of doing it but also you know i'm not enough of a gamer like jason (laughs) (laughs) yeah and even for me i was like this is kind of weird i'm not super (laughs) into the simulation games but it was kind of cool because i guess it did it does help you understand the brewing process a little bit more and there's yeah. some shortcuts like they don't have you do the uh, I don't know what is it called when you like cool the beer with the the spiral that you're like on the water chiller. Through. Yeah, you don't do a wort chiller. Um, maybe they'll add that later, but right now you just kind of like you can basically advance time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just wait until it cools off. So I think it's a little simplified, but it's still in development. So yeah, definitely interesting. We have to do the simulator at work sometimes where we have to like walk through a like a medical situation and then we have to like click the buttons to like start the IV and give this medication lots of different steps you can take do all this stuff and uh <laughs> it's kind of cool because in a way like well, I mean we're doing we do it because like you know it like gets you more more of a practical use of your skill like you just because you know we don't get put in that real life situation very often so it's nice to be able to like kind of think through those steps without the pressure of like it being an actual real situation so that yeah that makes sense i know they do that a lot with like um if you're a pilot and you're gonna get certified for like a new plane Mm -hmm. they'll put you they'll put you through a simulator and kind of throw you in a bunch of like crazy situations so you can get you go through like the muscle memory of things that hopefully never come up but if it does come up you don't want it to be like your first time (laughs) when you're thirty thousand feet there right yeah so yeah i think it actually yeah it could be useful for honestly i should probably try it out because it would be good for me to see the simulation of a brew process more complicated brew process probably so yeah it's kind of fun and then i think they'll add a lot to it right now it's pretty simplified but yeah and you can maybe when it probably when the game's in full release you could try out theoretical recipes and then 
<laughs> try to make them in real life nice yeah kind of i like it that was good beer news yeah that was a good one i was excited for that one <laughs> okay so we can get on to our main topic the beers of summer so i think yes. we're going to talk about beer styles that are great for summer and then our favorite beers to drink in the summer sounds good sounds like a plan <laughs> Well, like I said, here in Texas is freaking hot, and uh, I've put the Imperial Stouts away yes. to cellar until winter time. <laughs> Those are not for summer <laughs> drinking. <laughs> not really your classic poolside beers. <laughs> So what I have replaced those with is uh, some lighter fruitier beers those are the styles that are going to be best for your poolside barbecue so what styles do you like the best oh for me for summer i like goza i like well that's wheat. year round <laughs> <laughs> i like wheat beer okay i like uh one of my favorite summer beers i guess i'm jumping ahead but i guess i don't 100 percent know what style this is but I love 21st Amendment Hell or High Watermelon. Yeah, that's a fruited wheat beer. Which are, it's fruited wheat beer, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm kind of a big wheat beer fan in the summer. Because the other it's one I was going to say. Not a bad thing is, to be. Yeah. I was going to say uh, the uh, Kona Brewing Wailu Wheat. So, yeah, I guess I'm a summer wheat beer summer person. Well, you know, it's just one of those beer styles that, I mean, it's your craft ale's answer to some of your. Maybe um, you know lager beers, cold fermented beers, uh, in that it brings like a nice crisp, light body. Not like a ton of flavor. I mean, if you just see, drink a straight wheat beer, there isn't a ton of flavor unless you start to move towards like the Hefeweizen that kind of stuff, where you're getting more of the like yeasty cloves and uh, like banana flavors. But a really like light, basic wheat beer is just very simple to drink. And lends itself perfectly to be fruited. Yes. So you're going to see that a lot. Some of my favorite in that style are, um, I'm, I'm, it's not coming on to the top of my head. It's an apricot wheat. I think it's oh. like, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Widmer, Widmers or something like that. Let me see if I can find it. Well, there's Lost Coast Tangerine Wheat. I know that's not what you're talking about. But yeah, there's definitely like so many variants of wheat beers and even like Keller High Watermelon that's a they make different versions of that I think they use the same base wheat beer but then they do a watermelon version I think there's a mango version they'll just kind of do a lots of different fruits I think the watermelon one is the best I think it's the original and the best but yeah, that's just like, it does lend itself really well to, which is kind of funny. It's almost like sours in like the fact that you can just like throw almost any fruit into it and it will be nice. Yeah, raspberry works really well, apricot. We have a brewery here just down in San Marcos, which is just south of Austin. It's called Aqua Brew, and they have a apricot wheat that's really, really good. So yeah, you'll see apricot a lot. Watermelon, of course. I've seen a good tangerine wheat, orange wheat. Oh, I was going to say, actually, oh, I just saw there's a hell or high pomegranate. No, I've never oh, had that. Oh, okay. That sounds so super they made good. a new style, huh? Yeah, I want to try that one. But I was going to say, um, 
Blood Orange, I think, is pretty popular in the summer mm-hmm. as well. And I love Blood Orange beers. You know what I haven't had in a while is a IPA with, like, fruit added. One of, honestly, one of my all-time favorite styles is, like, a IPA with mango added or an IPA with grapefruit added. I just, like, those are two of my favorite flavors to taste in an IPA anyway. So if you take those and amplify it with added, like, actual, you know, mango or, or grapefruit to the brew process, it's, like, my favorite thing ever. And it's a perfect summer, like, you're gonna drink a hoppy beer drink something with some fruit added to it do you have um flying dog available in texas flying dog i don't know where they're located out of they make uh there's a blood orange ipa where they actually add blood orange puree at the end of the fermentation process it's called bloodline from flying dog i think that is my favorite blood orange ipa it's so good it's eight (laughs) percent though so you have to be really careful (laughs) nice that sounds amazing yeah Yeah, i don't know like like blood on the tracks you you know we've talked about that one from blue note brewing Mm -hmm. is one of our favorites it's a blood orange another blood ipa yeah Um, and they've made a grapefruit iteration called grapefruit on the tracks as well so oh i actually have enough that i should go swing by and get some yeah. i take it a little for granted because it's the it's local so. it's your local one yeah, yeah. <laughs> so fruited wheat beers you know what i love about the hell or high watermelon is when you're at 21st amendment and they serve it to you with the big old uh triangle of watermelon stuck on the glass that's awesome it's the best <laughs> Yeah, that's really and their fun. their advertising motto because I uh, it's funny I listened to the radio feed for the San Francisco Giants and when I'm listening to that radio feed I get all the local ads local radio ads and one of them is uh, for 21st Amendment and they they specifically advertise their Heller High Watermelon beer and they call it Summer in a Can so there you go it is Summer in a Can <laughs> the perfect summer beer. Yes, yeah, so but fruit. it meets all the criteria. It's got that like summer fruit added, right? Watermelon is just a, a fruit that you associate with summer, and uh, in a light-bodied wheat beer, it's just perfect. And it's not too sweet. Like no, I think I feel like when you uh, if you hadn't had this beer and someone was describing it to you, um, you might think it's too sweet, but it really isn't. It's um, you get more of this like sort of watermelon rind flavor to the wheat beer. It's not overly sweet yeah no it's like the essence of watermelon it doesn't yeah well speaking of sort of since we were on the topic of adding grapefruit to beers and stuff we're big fans here in my household of the shandy which is essentially taking a some sort of light pale beer like a pale like a blonde ale or a lager and adding juice like straight up adding juice to the beer it's almost like a beer cocktail in a way uh the origin actually of the shandy was a beer cocktail it was a mix of beer and ginger ale uh now it's like sort of evolved to being like a beer and some sort of variety of juice or lemonade okay i've always been curious about shandies but i've never really tried any but it makes sense why they would be super refreshing and fun to drink in the summer yeah and speaking of blue note they do one all the time they have like their light beer it may even be a kolsch i can't remember what it's called but they will mix that one they'll make it two ways i think they make it with grapefruit or lemon so those are kind of your two most 
popular juices to add to uh, to make a, a shandy. The other name you might hear sometimes is Rattler. A Rattler is a shandy. They're basically the same thing. Uh, shandy is more like English in origin, and then the Rattler is German. <laughs> The the Rattler has a funny story, though. So there was this huge cycling boom in the 20s, apparently, in Germany. And this, this guy named Franz Kugler, just outside of Munich, created this bicycle trail through the woods, which led directly to his drinking his, his inn, his Amazing. drinking establishment. That's perfect. And apparently uh, there was one day where there were just all these cyclists and he had just too many customers basically and he was running out of beer. So he started blending it with a lemon soda to make the beer last longer. And that's how the Rattler uh, became a thing. Amazing. That was the German origins of the Rattler. Uh, The Shandy, I think, was just more... More actually like a beer cocktail in England. So Okay. I'm going to try some this summer because I think I would really like them. But I just yeah, never, we, I've never really explored them. Yeah, if you can find, um, and you should be able to find in your store, Linen Kugels. Uh, they have a summer shandy. They have a lemon version and a grapefruit version. We unfortunately, for whatever reason, just have such a hard time finding the grapefruit version in Texas. Not really sure why. We can always find the lemon. I like the lemon. My wife doesn't. So she buys one called Ruby Redbird from Shiner Brewing in Shiner, Texas. Oh. And that's a, I think they, uh, I think they advertise that one as a Rattler. Okay. But one of the benefits of the Shandy or Rattler style is that you're taking beer and you're diluting it a little bit with Mm. juice. So they're always lower ABV, usually around three, four percent. Oh yeah, and I mean that ties into something we're gonna kind of cover is like it's sometimes it's nicer to be drinking what I mean they're often referred to as like sessions, but um, beers with lower ABV because you can you know like just control the (laughs) your intoxication level because a lot of times if you're like drinking out in the sun and you're like on a beach or something you don't really want to get like i at least i don't really want to get smashed because you'll get so uncomfortable but you might just want to have a nice little buzz from the your three or four percent yeah yeah well the thing is like your 10 beers at three percent are gonna like you're gonna be drinking beer longer right yes so you can stay out all day on the beach or at your barbecue or whatever, and you're not getting sloshed after like one 14% imperial stout. You know, you get to, and then, and then falling you get to extend <laughs> your beer drinking session. So. Yes, hence the name <laughs> session. So yeah, those are like perfect. I guess like a shandy is a perfect session. It's already all set up for you to be drinking it all day. Yeah, that's uh, that is definitely a favorite of our household is the uh, the shandy or the rattler. And then you did mention Kolsch. That's a great summer style. Yes, it is. I haven't uh, drank a Kolsch in a while. We did the, I, we did the deep dive and uh, yeah, the last time I had one was for the episode. But that is a refreshing style. <laughs> definitely something you'd want to drink on a hot summer day. Not a lot of like just commercially available Kolsches, right? Y- yeah, not really. Like not like like wide distributed like a a statewide distribution of a Kolsch. Yeah, it's not something you can like easily walk in and get a six pack of very often. If you're yeah. buying like a total wine, you could definitely find it. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely Kolsch's at the store. Mm-hmm. But nothing like, you know, New Belgium Kolsch or something. Like yeah, that. they don't like yeah, it's nothing not like with like national them. distribution. Yeah, it's not part of like anyone's main lineup. Yeah. Which is kind of 
surprising. I don't know. Maybe they're just not popular, but it seems like in the summer they could definitely get away with it because it's a good, good beer to drink in the summer. Yeah. So I don't really have a favorite Kolsch. No, I honestly haven't had enough to really have a favorite, but it's a super refreshing style. Well, for me, like I know you mentioned Goza's, uh, you know, Berlin or Weiss kind of falls into that category and it sort of falls under the wider category of wheat beers too. These are just sour wheats, Goza's and the Berlin or Weiss's. Yeah. Which also lend themselves to be fruited. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like all roads lead to wheat in the summer, <laughs> <laughs> wheat and fruit. But yeah, no, Goza is another one of my favorite summer styles that something about the slight tartness and the little bit of salt so refreshing on like a hot day because we'll soon be getting briny melon goza which is like my number one summer beer probably i hope i can find it here oh have you had any luck finding it here i have had i've had luck before um, okay total wine gets some and that's about it i've and i saw once at a grocery store when i asked about it like subsequent years you know they just said like sometimes they get it sometimes they don't so gotcha i had one guy like the beer the specific beer guy at the grocery store he said he was gonna order it for me one year and never did heart lies heartbreak lies <laughs> <laughs> you gotta find there, there is like a there's a sample pack out there it goes a sample pack that i keep seeing them like post on instagram that has uh like the frambois rosé blood orange cherry and briny melon i think are the four flavors that they have oh yeah i see it it's three of each yeah that would be a great if you've never had any of the anderson valley gozas that'd be a great pickup again they don't have it's so hard to get that base goza where they mm-hmm. have it's the uh i always forget the name it's like a whole sentence yeah the kimmy the ink and the holy goza yes that's it but if you can find that that's the one to start with because i actually think that's one of the best but yeah if you can get this variety pack man the briny melon's good the blood orange is good they're all good Uh, i think the briny melon's the best as far as the ones with like an addition to them but yeah 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 those are all great i think i've seen that and i don't know how what your selection is like but they definitely get this at costco this goes a variety pack at least Ooh, in, my ne- in my neck of yeah. the woods yeah probably not here but we'll see you know what you, if you can ever get your hands on one just goza from weldworks brewing is bomb okay it's that may be my favorite like plain goza i've ever had nice yeah, I have not had that. I'll keep an eye out for it. Okay, I guess so the those other are sours too are good, right? Like yeah, Greeks, lambics. Oh yeah, definitely because they're very fruity. Yeah, so great things to drink in the summer: Creeks, lambics, um, frambois, even. Saisons. Yeah, your favorite. <laughs> no. <laughs> so those are styles. Do you want to cover some? I kind of spoiled a couple of mine, but do you want to talk about like what your favorite summer beers are? Yeah, but I want to ask you a question. Have you seen the uh, <laughs> newest TikTok trend where you like make a? It's supposed to be like a like a fake Coke I know. or a fake no. cola. Okay. What, what do you do? So you take like a, a sparkling water. They say you can use any flavor. Okay. And then you mix in like balsamic vinegar, and I'm not sure what all the other things that go into it, <laughs> but it was interesting because. My wife made it for me, and she was like, here, try this and tell me what you think. She used a coconut-flavored sparkling water. Okay. And I drank it, and it was interesting because it kind of reminded me of a sour beer a little bit. Really? Just because, like, you know, a lot of sours have that balsamic 
flavor to it. So I thought like, oh, I think if you remake this with like a cherry flavored sparkling water, it might actually be kind of good. Oh, so you could make like a fake sour, basically. Yeah. Where you could maybe get the, you could hit that like those flavor profiles where it would hit that craving for a sour, but it's just like a sparkling water. Huh, we should try it. Let's try it before the next episode. I pulled up one of these videos. Yeah, people are mixing, I don't know how to say it, LaCroix. Laclara? Yeah. The uh, LaCroix. LaCroix. The uh, like slightly flavored bubble water with like balsamic vinegar. Yeah. And that's that's supposed to taste like Coke. (laughs) It's really weird. Yeah, it doesn't really taste like Coke, but. I can't imagine it does. No. uh, But yeah, it does like. It is an interesting flavor. I thought it was more interesting than Coke, actually. I thought it was more like. I felt like I was drinking a sour beer. Hmm. Also, another side note. I keep getting these ads on my Instagram feed for Partake Brewing, and they make all non-alcoholic beers, but they make some really cool styles. Like they have a Cherry Goza non-alcoholic, oh, and cool. they have like a, a Pale Ale, I think, and just a lot of cool flavors of beers that are non-alcoholic, which I think is probably a nice market, right? Yeah, and I think two two markets that have been expanding are the gluten-free beers and the non-alcoholic beers. I think you're seeing a lot more... I know we talked about it. I feel like it's been a year ago, but like Lagunitas makes their non-alcoholic IPA, and mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's a, those are some of the things that are becoming more available, which is pretty cool. I could put one of those in my lunch for work. There you go. You're like getting all the flavors of a beer. Yeah, drink a cherry goza on my lunch. Yeah, I like maybe. I like the that idea is, of that. That is kind and of, and that's a good idea. summer beer too. Because if you're trying to get your six pack abs, like I am, right <laughs> constantly in search of the six pack abs. Six pack abs are elusive, <laughs> my friend. Especially when you have a beer podcast. Yeah, well, that's not helping. <laughs> what they say is abs are made in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, the fork is faster than the feet. That's my. <laughs> Okay, that's a good one. Like, think about like how quickly you can eat like 200 calories, but how much work it takes to like burn oh. 200 calories. You yeah, know, it's like, insane. Like, not even. Yeah, you can run for like 45 minutes, and that's like you can undo <laughs> like, probably, that. Right? Yeah, four or five hundred calories you could burn, but you could undo that. And in... you can eat like 10 uh, jelly beans <laughs> or like 10 gummy bears, and you've done. You've just undone an hour. Your body is insanely efficient. Yeah. So. Yeah, stucks. <laughs> and it doesn't help when you get older either. So, <laughs> all right, cool. Um, do you want to talk about? I spoiled some of mine, but some of our favorite summer beer, actual beers. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think I probably spoiled a bunch of mine too. But. Well, I'll, let's see. I spoiled three out of the four, so <laughs> I'll say them again. Twenty First <laughs> Amendment, Hell or High Watermelon, good one. Uh, Anderson Valley, Briny Melon Goza, Kona Brewing. Yeah. Yes, Kona Brewing. Wiley Wheat, which is really good if you can get your hands on it. It's a wheat beer, and um, gosh, now I'm going to forget what they flavor it with, but it has like a local to Hawaii kind of like flavor. I think it's passion fruit or something like that. Um, it's so nice, so refreshing, great summer beer. And then my final one, which, oh gosh, I didn't even realize this, but yeah, these are all wheat beers <laughs> because <laughs> the other beer I really like is Lagunitas Little Something, and that is actually a half 
half that beer is wheat. So that's kind of what they did. It's like hmm. a, it's almost like a wheat. I don't know if it's considered hoppy an IPA, wheat. but yeah, it's a hoppy wheat beer and it's really good. Cause it's kind of got, it's a little bit of that like smooth creaminess of the wheat beer, but then it has that hop bite. So it's kind of like straddling the, uh, the like kind of two beer styles. And then it's, the only thing you got to be careful about this one, I think it's like seven or eight uh, percent ABV, so it's really strong. But yeah, it's a great one. Nice. What are your favorites? So for me, I still like a hazy IPA mm. in the summer. So um, or even more like a hazy pale ale, like I'm drinking tonight. So I would say like pseudo Sue for me. It's just a classic, like easy to drink. Like it's a hoppy. You still get that hoppy beer, but you get that like nice light body. You get a lot of like citrus and mango flavors. Still a lot of flavors of summer. Yeah. I'm laughing because uh, I feel like that's a year-round Stephen beer. <laughs> There's not a day on this planet that you wouldn't drink pseudo Sue. Okay, can you can I tell you a really sad thing about it now though? What? So it, it used to be a very elusive beer for me. Like oh, I loved no. it and it yeah. and it's just it was hard to get. So it would pop up on Tavor. I would get it like as often as I could. Every once in a while I could get it at like Total Wine, but it just was like very, very hit or miss. And then when I moved here I couldn't I really couldn't get it unless it came up on Tavor. And then I discovered Craft Shack, which is kind of another like way to be, order beer online and they had it and I was just like blown away oh, this is awesome. So I ordered some from there. Well, then like, I don't know, maybe last year, I don't know how long it's been, but fairly recently, Toppling Goliath started distributing to Texas. And now I literally can get it anytime I want. Nice. And you know how often I buy it? (laughs) I already know the answer. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Started taking it for granted, Stephen. I'll see it in the store. I'm like, meh. (laughs) Meh. Before you would like kill for it, and now you're like, eh. Oh, I can get that anytime. <laughs> you always want what you can't have. Oh, it's so terrible. Why do we terrible. like that? I don't know. We weren't designed to be satisfied. Humans suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, you next time, okay, this is my challenge to you. Next time you're at the grocery store, just buy it because you're going to drink it and love it and be so happy. I'll check the date though. Make sure it's. Yes, you have to be careful. Fresh. But. But if you're getting it, um, if they're delivering, like if they're distributing in Texas, you should be able to get get it. And I think they're one of those good breweries that actually prints the date like on the box. So you can mm-hmm. um, sometimes they print them on the cans, but you can't see <laughs> until you open the box. Yeah, no, they're 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 good about that. The other thing, too, is the grocery store is actually better. Even my local bottle shop, which like is really good, but they lots of times it's not in the fridge. It's up on mm-hmm. the I'm like, you got to refrigerate this stuff, man. Yeah. I'm always surprised by some of the stuff that's not in the fridge. But but yeah, but the grocery store is always, it's always in the refrigerated section. So That is nice. And sometimes yeah. I think the turnover is a little bit higher in the grocery store than like mm-hmm. the more specific. That's kind of Total Wine's downfall too is like they have so much stuff, but it doesn't necessarily turn over as fast because mm-hmm. because they have so much selection. And yeah. Yeah. So, all right, my challenge is to buy that next time I see it. <laughs> yes, I want you to buy it and remember how much you love it and then remember that you can get it anytime. <laughs> all right, so, it's, yeah, well, it's summertime, so since it's one of my you favorite You said it's beers, one of your favorite yeah. summer beers, and it's summer, so <laughs> I want to hear you drinking it soon. Okay, so the next one uh, <laughs> is, uh, well, I mentioned Ruby Redbird from Shiner. I really mm-hmm. liked, uh, and then Lining Kugels. 
I like the lemon line in Google's. My wife likes the ruby red bird from Shiner, but we're big Shandy Rattler fans here in this household. The other one for me is I am so into this Martin House Pills. And it's just a really clean, easy-drinking Pilsner, but like a craft version of, you know, like your macro styles. Like, it's just a better version of a very easy-drinking style. You can't go wrong with that. I got it. Okay, my challenge to myself is next time I'm in the grocery store, I'm buying the People's Pilsner because that's the, Mm. uh, I think it won the gold, and I I see it in the store, and I really should just buy it because that's a good yeah, Pilsner is another just like, especially if you can get a nice craft beer one uh, made by a, a good brewery. That's a perfect thing to drink in the hot day. Crispy beer. Yeah, Gotta crispy. Like yeah, crispy we boys. Our, <laughs> we learned our slang. <laughs> to round this off, I just love anything sour. Yes. You know me. So, and like fruited sours. Right now in my fridge, I have a beer from Duclaw Brewing. I think they're the ones that made the uh, unicorn glitter beer that I had on the podcast. Okay, yeah. I remember that. (laughs) Unicorn farts, I think it was called. But they have one right now out, and I have it in my fridge right now. It's a Rocket Pop Sour. So I think it's like raspberry, lime, and cherry flavored. Oh, like the uh, ice cream bar? Yeah, yeah, or the popsicle you get from the ice cream truck. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and that's just great. And it's just a great summer beer. And they did a really good job of like, I mean, you know me, I would have liked it probably a little more sour than it was. But the way, the level of sourness they did for the beers, it's actually kind of perfect because it's just easy to drink and it doesn't, uh, it doesn't challenge you so much. And so it just, that that's what makes it the perfect summer beer, right? Like it's not challenging your palate. That's kind of key. <laughs> Because you want to just be able to sit poolside and drink this beer without. Yeah, you're already suffering in the heat. You don't need to be <laughs> challenged by your beer. You just need relief. Which is kind of funny because we were like looking at these lists of brewery of like best summer beers and stuff, and one of them was Habanero Sculpin from Ballast Point. Yeah, I, I disagree. Don't I don't want any heat. I don't really actually... want any heat in my beer anyway, but. And that seems like something you want when you're cold. I don't know. Well, I guess spicy food in the summer go together, too. But, you know, what's so funny is this whole topic is making me think, like, uh, summer beers are, like, you almost want simpler stuff because a lot of your stimulation is coming from, like, you out doing fun things in the summer. And uh-huh. then when it's, like, freezing and if it's, like, snowing or you live somewhere it's snowing and, like, you can't leave your house, that's the time to drink, like, your barrel aged out because you, you have, like, to- time to think. <laughs> Yeah, you. There's nothing to do. You're stuck in the house. You like have time to just like anal. You look within and analyze this this crazy beer you're drinking. But it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, the beer is either like providing the stimulation or it's just like it's in the background. Yeah, and I feel like yeah, yeah. Summer beers are background beers. I like so. that. That's a good uh, sort of wrap on the whole. That's my hot beer. take. Yep. And that was hot too. <laughs> Hot as summer. Hot as summer. (laughs) Is there any other uh, beers you want to add to this list? I think, uh, yeah, fruit sours are perfect for summer, too. Yeah. I mean, you just, like we said, especially the Gozes, man, and the Berliner Weisses. We have uh, uh, Independence Brewing. They have a Berliner Weiss called Red Bud. They always do different iterations. Oh, you know a really good beer is Laser Rain from modern times oh yeah 
there you need to get a hold of that somehow laser rain it's like a cucumber sour yeah fruited goza it's delicious Ooh, this sounds so good yeah cucumber goza sour tropical cucumber goza sour The cucumber, and I've had a few different cucumber, uh, 10 Barrel Brewing from Oregon, they have a cucumber goza. I've had that. Yeah, that one to me is a little bit too much cucumber. (laughs) It's It's, a little too vegetal for me. I need a little, like, sweetness. But the laser rain, like, creates great balance between the sweetness, the sourness, and the cucumber, like, cooling off effect you know oh. okay yeah that's a perfect summer beer right so there. good that so cucumber good. flavor if you can find laser rain from modern times which i mean yeah their line who knows be changing who knows yeah. what you can find from modern times right yeah. now so at least they survived so hopefully you know what i almost want to buy right now is that i fa- i saw one of those keystone light cans with the stone that's really big <laughs> i'm like i'm like should i just buy that and just keep it it's a coll- it's a collector's item <laughs> yeah 50 years down the road <laughs> you're like hey this is the can that got them sued that's awesome because you know they can't make that can anymore it's gotta stop it's gonna be a collector's item yeah pick one up all right just pour the beer out though no i'm just kidding don't do that the no beer- i'm not even gonna open it Oh, you're going to keep it sealed. Yeah, age it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I think we're off the rails. (laughs) You want to call that an episode? It's like a fine wine, that Keystone Light. (laughs) (laughs) Can't get any worse, can it? Yeah, you might as well try. All right, well, this is uh, Attenuation, a beer podcast. If you want to reach out to us, we're available on Instagram at attenuation.podcast. You can also email us at contact.attenuation at gmail.com. We should mention we're going to be off next week. Oh, yes. So I'm going to be in New York, and uh, logistically, just too hard to figure out a time to record. So I'm going to be enjoying wonderful other half and evil twin and grim artisan ale beers in new york and, uh, and i'll be super jealous at home so but yeah when you Jason come back can pick up a yeah. pick up other half beer on tavor or something yeah exactly and i'll try to join you on in a month <laughs> or something but yeah when you come back we got to hear a we want a trip report okay yeah so all the breweries i uh it is possible that i'll if i'm feeling ambitious i will take one of our like first up ep- maybe even the first episode and just do a little cleaning up of the editing and stuff and re-release that next week so just okay. so you have something to listen to if you're just like we don't want you to get withdrawals you know? <laughs> like i can I can see that happening you know you start getting the shakes if you yeah, don't you have that attenuation podcast uh release on monday morning so <laughs> So we might might do that just to to ease your uh, your tremor. Uh, a, a good a good warning. But yeah, I just wanted to give you a heads up, and then you watch for the the episode the next week where we'll break down all these New York breweries that I visited. So. All right, perfect. So this is episode sixty five. We won't be back next week, but we will see you in two weeks when we'll hear a great trip report, and I'll be dripping with jealousy. But that's okay. <laughs> Uh, and this is, uh, but this has been episode 65. And then my name is Jason, and I'm joined by my best friends since eighth grade, Stephen. That's me. We are saying cheers, enjoy your trip, be safe, and drink lots of good beers for me. All right. Cheers to summer. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Attenuation, a beer podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram or Facebook for more fun content. Catch you next week. Cheers. Cheers.